back to our regular programming. Now he's like, we shouldn't have trusted them, and it's like a low moment in the in the movie screenplay. Um, so Paul was on before he hit it on uh, different strokes. He was on the Jeffersons as the nephew. He was on Good Times as Penny's friend. Um, Facts of Life. It was, well, he played Arnold on The Facts of Life. They did a kind of a tie-in, so he was on the show by that time. And it was after, of course. 
Oh gosh, do you remember the show Hello Larry? Uh, McLean Stevenson from MASH left MASH to do his own series and he was like a morning DJ, divorce DJ, talk show DJ, talk show, radio show. And I think the Drummonds came by and visited him. Like he's buddies with uh, Mr. Drummond. Uh-huh. Now that was what? which MASH star? He was the first, uh, he was before Henry Potter, uh, uh, Henry Morgan. Um, uh, before Sherman T. Potter, it was Henry. Henry, what was his name? It was McLean Stevenson, uh, the actor. No, Henry, yeah, maybe it was Henry. Wasn't Henry dating Hollips Houlihan? God. No, he wasn't. Was. Frank Burns was, but on... Frank Burns. On Mutiny Radio uh, Loop, right, on the the uh, bumper, right. it's got yeah. that. Henry! Yeah. This major Houlihan of yours, right? It's Henry's his name. Right, right, right. Oh, funny. So, uh, also, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna, I was just gonna say that uh, David Hasselhoff showed up as Michael Knight. That uh, oh uh, Wesley, uh, no Dudley. It was Dudley, uh, Arnold's friend. They went over on the set of Knight Rider and they got to meet the car- Kit and my and David Hasselhoff. Uh huh. They met Kit. Like he's a real. Yeah. Let's do a selfie, Kit. Uh no, I'm I'm working right now and I'm trying to focus. Okay, so. Right no. now, the um, Lester and Frank are like, screw the world. Let's go get rich. We're going to make our own horses. And then she's like, you two have no integrity. And he goes, no integrity. You lied to the kid. And now she's admitting that they never had any intention to get married and adopt him. Right. So it's like a low moment in which he's been let down by his two parental figures. Huh. Yeah. Back to the lockers for me. He has a lot of parental uh, figures in the, at the train station. He's got the guy at the gym. He's yep. got Marine Stapleton. Yes. He's got the pizza dude. Pizza guy. Martin, he even had, uh, yeah. You got the shoe shine manager with his unlit cigar. Yeah, Archie Bunker. Have you kept the unlit cigar in your mouth for more than five minutes? Oh, hang on. i got to read the comics. (laughs) What's happening here is because his life has made a shit turn, he can't pick. He keeps going, no, no, that's not it. And then he picks him and he goes, I think so. I'm not sure. But, of course, they all take him as his word as gospel. He's he's never lost. And they're all going to lose. Right. And the world will turn against him. Well, it's yeah, poor guy. I used to remember when they would list the the, the sports listing, and then they would have like a lone comic strip. Yes, in the there, and you know, as a kid, you yeah, it would always be like not funny. Like as a kid, you'd be like, "There's another comic in the paper," and you go to the sports listings, and you'd be like, "Confucius say, what the fuck is this shit?" Or like, yeah. you know. I remember so many times you read the you would read the funnies on Sunday when it actually came on Sunday, not Saturday. Oh, sure, yeah. And um, right, 
you would read it and you you wouldn't laugh and then you say okay i'll read the next one this won't be funny and you read it and it wasn't funny funky winker bean i mean just you know right uh what is that sarge beetle bailey beetle bailey beetle bailey i respect uh, i like uh, uh, Bailey can be very funny but most of the time you'd be reading it and that wasn't funny and dagwood wasn't funny and snoopy wasn't funny and Right. But the first one it was like a holiday on Sunday. It'd be like, oh, I better call my mom. <laughs> the great thing about Rose's Rose on this Mother's Day is that, oh, fuck. Yeah. BC. Sorry, I got to get back to this movie, but fuck DC. What was up with that? Fuck it was DC. the Wizard of Id. What? DC? It was the Wizard of Id. What's that call? DC Comics? D- fuck DC, what'd you say? Oh, BC. Do you remember, like, oh. the, the like... Yeah, that wasn't funny. Handicap wasn't funny. I mean, they could be funny, but as a rule. Wait. All right, back to this. Well, Handicap. Go ahead. No, Handicap was, was funny enough to be uh, included on the packaging of Handicap's potato uh, chips. That is a chips. good point. Yeah. Okay, let's back to the movie. Of course they Chicago. I don't understand how he's putting the mob out of business. I don't get that little subplot. And it doesn't pay off. Yeah. The mob had like an office farm or something like that. God, so funny. Okay, so it's going to be Hero's lowest point. He's going to even start crying with Maureen Stapleton. So it's called The Dark Knight of the Soul, and he's going to... He's going to have a breakdown, but then he'll be educated and he'll see a way. So now he's locked out of his trailer. He doesn't have his locker anymore. He's pretty much right now homeless. Right. Now, he was a a railroad, model railroad guy, and he was a supporter of Amtrak. I don't know what that means. Well, Amtrak is a... a it always needs money, and the government never funds it, even though the government subsidizes it to prevent it from becoming a monopoly. There was one point where trains ruled the world, and one bought out one, and the bigger one bought out ate the smaller one, until it was basically one company. And the government said, oh, no, we can't have this. Right. Uh, and I think it was going under anyway, and they said, well, we'll subsidize it. And they never do a real good job on it. So I could see him, Arnold, saying, you know, we need more funds for Amtrak. So he was a supporter, like an advocate for. Yeah, like to make sure that they get financed or whatever. Here we go. Here's the speech. Oh. Oh, RT. Sorry, one second. Oh, RT. Some people are good. Everybody. Except for Hitler. <laughs> that dude was all bad. Yeah, totally. Okay, let me think of another example. <laughs> like, you know, if it wasn't for Hitler, we wouldn't have the Volkswagen? Do you already know that? Yes, Carl, here we go again. The people's car. I, I, I'm aware of your... I'm aware of your Hitler speech. 
It was a good thing he did. Because nobody's all bad. Uh, I can't hear you, Colin. I'm looking for a tunnel. No, Hitler.
taking it to the next level. All right, ladies. All right, ladies.
Guns again. show here at mutiny radio we're going to be talking to a hilarious lady miss shelby wilson pam benjamin is in the studio preparing for an open mic night for those comedians that want to come on down at 6 p.m practice your jokes get ready for the hot hot valentine's day weekend she's got snacks and treats like she usually does you know I went shopping earlier today. Picked up some uh, Doritos for my I'll let y'all in on a secret before she gets here. Brought some IPA, some real beer. I bought a white claw. Funny person, I'll include you. Give me a call at the Muni Radio line here at 415-55-00-511. Like, you know, San Francisco, 415. Two fives, two zeros, another five, two one. I don't know if I can spell it out any simpler. So, all right, while we're waiting for this dance song to break, um, you know, Pam, Shelby, I, Shelly, Gabby, all these hilarious comedians were at Asiento Restaurant last night telling our jokes. Some of us did better than others. Uh, and, you know, I got some material here I'm ready to work out on. So anyhow, uh, I was talking about you know, being America's favorite Appalachian photographer. I'm ready to strike it from the record. Forget I ever said it. All right. Let's see. Just got an Instagram message. Coming. Coming our way. Got done with our work meeting. You know, it's Thursday, and I don't know about you all, but I got the day off tomorrow for Lunar New Year. I get the weekend off. I know a lot of people got to work the weekend. Uh, but I, for me, it's a full week. That's why I'm so excited. I'm here with my really, really 
cocktail. I hope you can join me soon. Um, oh, my all day. It feels so good to get out. Last night
was sent in by Bernard Wright. Look him up. You know what? Uh, I was getting ready to do it. We were having a little technical difficulties in my Later on around six. Oh, what the hell? We got a guest studio. Maybe she'll hop on a mic. Uh, later on, we're going to be having an open mic down here at Miss Julia's Florida and Alabama. Uh, at 10 o'clock. So absent-minded, nighttime meeting, new anxieties So am I erasing myself, hope I'm not erasing myself February 11th, headed into the Lunar New Year tomorrow. Is there going to be a party in Chinatown or what? I need to find out. I need to know. Is there going to be some firecrackers?
To funny people, including Will Brown. Uh, a hilarious comedian is on her way to the studio now. This is Shelby Wilson.
Oh my goodness. That was What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. I do believe there are some doobies in this area. I believe it's past 420 as well. So, you know, if you got them, smoke them. Shelby Wilson is here, hilarious comedian. Uh, we performed last night at uh, Asiento restaurant here in the Mission, just a block down from Muni Radio Studios. She's in the building. She's got a big ass, it looks like a beaker full of wine. I mean, at least, oh, I get it. It's a, one of those Bowdens. See, I was like, are you a scientist? Did I not know? Did I miss something? The lady of science. She believes in science. Yes, your body, your choice, right? Let's not forget that. All right, yeah, girl, um, relax, take a breath, have your wine, have a sip of your wine out of your big ass beaker. Okay. Or is that a foul? She'll figure it out. She's been drinking for a while now. All right, let me make sure you're on that mic. Um, Shelby. Yes, I can hear you on okay. these headphones. We're good. We're Yeah, you can put them on. Got a little background music, but um, Shelby, how was how was your uh, work day? Let's just start there. I what? can't wait till I get to quit my comedy. <laughs> I think I have about 10 to 20 more years that can't Okay, 10 to 20 years, that's reasonable. You're young, you're <laughs> young. And you know, that's why I want to have you on my podcast. I see your star quality. I just, I'm grooming you for later on, you know, when you get on to like Howard Stern, when you get on to Jimmy Fallon, you're going to be ready. You're like, I've been doing oh interviews for years now. Oh, is it the Wafi, the coffee with the puffs? I'm itching right now. <laughs> is it allergies? Is it my job? <laughs> you know, Thank I try to butter up my guests before I hit them with the hard questions. <laughs> <gasps> hit me, hit me, hit me. But thank you so much. You are always so supportive. Whenever <gasps> one of these I was trying to find a different application for my phone. Well, you know, if you have the Muni Radio app, which I don't know if you what? have, there's a Muni Radio app. That's what? high tech, girl. We're like in the 2020s. Welcome to the Bay Area. Pam oh Benjamin God. knows what's up. She's hooked. She's plugged us all in. Uh oh, am I gonna? Um, in what way? You expose yourself as an I mean, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge. You know, everybody's got their thing. Okay, good question. You can let me know. I have, you know, I'm an iPhone. I'm a. No. Okay, well, you know, you can look it up online. I'll send you a link, girl. Also, okay, while we're talking about last night. That we're going to do the connection, the technology work later. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank we're going to airdrop so it. Oh, wait. You don't have an iPhone. Stop Sorry. it. <laughs> Can't airdrop it. All right. We're going to work on your phone choices later. I'll just sketch out each scene. Okay. <laughs> I have to <laughs> can do. be like that aha video. <laughs> or I'll just record the video on my phone. Give me a job. Okay. Be just a video right. I'll, pl- I'll push play <laughs> and you record. Okay. Let's get the timing right then. Perfect. I like low-tech <laughs> solutions. Sometimes they're the <laughs> Okay, well, continuing with the lowball questions, I had asked you this before, but what's okay? What's your favorite snack? And it could be anything you shove in your mouth. Could be a boy. <laughs> could be a food. 
Uh huh. Pasta. Right on. I know it's a weak snack. It wasn't even. I mean, I don't think that's like a meal for me. That's like a meal. That's like a relationship. (laughs) You got to get started with the pasta and the food. But okay, well, you know, previously you had said that Doritos were your favorite snack, so I brought you some, girl. You're like. You have done something right. Yay. You're entertaining <laughs> and hilarious. And uh, you killed it at Asiento last night, unlike me. Thank Ugh. you. Oh, stop. I, was, I don't mm. think I've seen you full as much as last time you were here. It's <laughs> oh, okay. so good. I was <laughs> Thank trying. you. Oh. Girl, you got options. We got I Cool know. Ranch. <laughs> we got, and then for myself, since we're doing basic, you know, school schoolboy snacks. <laughs> I got myself some crunchy Cheetos, but you get the Doritos <laughs> option over there. I'm actually, I cannot get more basic. I don't even like the classic That's good, you know. <laughs> it's available in ev- virtually every corner store, so you don't have to worry about it. No. Thank you so much. Always close at hand. You for know, buying me dinner. Thank you for coming <laughs> straight from work. I know how it is when I'm rushing around. I rushed over here, you know, right after my jobby job. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ugh. If I didn't have food, I'm not a happy person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got beers too. If you want to switch off from the wine later, let me know. I know mixing drinks. I hear that's I've gotten that that's a good thing to do. I know it definitely won't make you headache or anything (laughs) like that. You'll feel great, better, even better. When do you usually stop working? I'm usually done around four, like three thirty, four. Like, I'm just on Zoom all damn day. Mm-hmm. And to just look at another person in three dimensions is so. My office is so And I hired a new assistant. Uh-huh. And I saw one of my clients for the first time <gasps> in real life today. today. Wow. And it was fun because, like, we're just, like, across the office from each other. <laughs> from the back of the store. What? <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, but it was a I suddenly feel like dead <gasps> when I'm wondering though, like, who will be hired in quarantine and also leave during yeah. quarantine? Like, I will never know them as a real person. Right. So wait, how long have you been at this jobby job? Two years. Okay. Yeah, almost exactly. I feel like so clean. Started in January. That's two years I've been in the Bay Area. Wow. From New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, from New York. Mm-hmm. New, York. New York. Okay, but wait, I thought you were OC girl. I'm OC. Okay, so it's you're all over the place. Exactly. Where Absolutely. did you start? Where did you start as a young Shelby? Young Shelby started in Okay. Once mentioned on the show for the very first time, once in passing uh-huh. with the OC. <gasps> the yes. armpit of the OC. Exactly. Almost. Okay. We're like. <laughs> I would never. Like probably like the ring finger, right? Like the not actually useful in any way, but still present. Like an important, not an important limb of sorts, but not. We have no idea. Okay. Um, but it's lovely. It's lovely, right? In nice. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's suburban. It's quiet. So started there. Desperately wanted to get out after high school. Always mm. knew I wanted to be fashion, film. Um. So I moved to New York. That was really. Right. Found a school. Um, wasn't ready to give up the suburban lifestyle. Like I definitely 
of The New York? Mm -hmm. Okay, worst time to be in New York, uh, probably. No, I know. Actually, though, when their restaurants were closed for ours, I was like, <laughs> I would have gone through that first wave to get those restaurants. No, that first wave early. was the worst. <laughs> I know, from not what to make I hear. It. it was terrible. Especially now, too, that they're quarantined and people can go. Mm. Like, it's actually so much worse because at least when you live in an apartment, there's like a certain amount of people. Now right. they just go out into society to icy cold. I moved here from Baltimore like a long time ago. Uh, and Baltimore, like, they hit you with that burning hot, humid ass summer. <laughs> it's nice for a couple months. And then that freezing ass winter. After a couple, uh, one summer, the summer before I moved to San Francisco, it was 100 degrees <laughs> and humid too for a week straight. And I was living in a third floor of a, th a third floor of a third, of a three story <laughs> brick building with no air conditioning. It was literally 125 degrees in my bedroom. And I knew I was moving to San Francisco like in two months, but I had to go out and buy like a window unit AC. I was like, this is not. You cracked. You did. I you couldn't. You had to buy the one. And whoever moved in my apartment got to keep that free air conditioner. You're welcome. I can't believe you did that. I'm actually proud of you. I was in the Really? Oh my and God. every summer I toughed it out because I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, like I'll buy a unit. And mm. I was like, you know what? By the time I do move to LA and I have like a job, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna cool off in like two months. But I just kept yeah. lying to myself that way. Mm -hmm. Never bought an AC unit in my life. Yeah. Absolutely the best. Ugh. So the worst. And you know, but the thing is I hate the summer when it's really you're near a hot place in the summer. It's 100 degrees outside. Then you go inside, and they've got it on 60. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I can't win. It's the worst. I've never been sicker because when the temperature changes <sighs> like that, I go down. I it's go down when the temperature changes. I know. And, and then now we're in the Bay Area. We're such wusses here. It's mm -hmm. like it's 80 degrees, and people are like, oh, my God, this heat. <laughs> and then it's like 45 degrees, and it's rainy, and we're like, man, this sucks. I know, Ugh. but honestly, I love being here. It is. Down south, it doesn't really get that cold in this way. We don't get that cold in California. And then up here, you get like the nice, yeah. which I'll take it. Yeah. I will. Um, yeah, real season sucks. And I understand why people hate it. Yeah. And I just, I don't like it when it's foggy and windy and cold on 4th of July. That's <laughs> my only complaint in San Francisco. And it's just like, you think it's. I know, that's what, I'm actually, so I live in Oakland, and as much as I love the sunset and the rain, I hate the cold. Yeah. I'll go wake up in the morning and it's like, it is better weather. Drizzle, drizzly ass. Okay, well, so this, you know, I want to. I wanted to dive into your stand-up material that I heard you. Because when I first heard you at Muni Radio here, it was probably a joke workshop <laughs> on a Monday. Uh, and you were talking a lot about fashion. So that makes sense now that I know that you work in fashion. But, you know, you, you really made me believe that, like, fashion matters. 
Like, cause I'm one of those people. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, some clothes are. I'm like, that's cool. I like the way that that looks, but I don't really worry about it. I don't. And I mean, that's you know, most gays are all up in the fashion. I don't really give a shit. I'm like, it you looks do good very on well, you. Don't Thank you. Do you. Do you know the piece? You're not. A, you're a nighty. Members only jacket. Does any Pam? We gotta educate <laughs> Shelby. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> we're we're educating. You're young. You gotta. Yeah, you don't know all this history of fashion. Okay, so members only was like early '80s. People would wear members only jacket and parachute pants. You know about parachute yeah. pants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Parachute. So it's kind of like that era. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like not really hip hop, but it was. Sounds like it. I mean, it was cool. Kangol Kangol caps. Was it more like aligned with that like I mean, like it does. I mean, it's got very clean lines. Okay. You know, it's very like clean, simple. I think of the '80s. I think of like you know, neon colors. It wasn't like black and white and gray. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't know. Neon, I'm not a fashion minimal. person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so you really made me realize like fashion matters to people, and you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate a different. That's what you give Thank a fresh you. perspective. Yeah, you know. Someone told me they were like, you should dress well if you're going to be Really? Yeah, someone Who said that to you me. That? Why? Because they won't take you seriously? What was, their, what was yeah, their rationale? Yeah, it's kind of like this thing that it's like you have to. I mean, honestly, I didn't quite understand it at first. That's why I didn't ever take it seriously. But uh -huh. it was like someone told me you should dress well. Because I think, you know, it definitely like gives off an air of like over. Okay. And just like it's kind of like this semi-respectable uh -huh. vibe. Yeah. Right? Like I'm from the masses, I guess, or whatever it is. I mean, you know, you're a cut above. <laughs> but it's, and anyways, I didn't take it seriously because I was just kind of like, if anything, then it makes me look Sure, you want to stand out in some way. And also, I just don't want to overthink it, right? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, just like, do I just. You be you, it, <laughs> right? Like puzzle pieces. It's just like, cool, this fits together, and now I'm going to want, like, leave the house and never come back to it again. Um, no, I definitely went through that whole phase, though, when I was a kid, where I was, like, very particular about my clothes. That about being presentable and always downy at all times. Right. Um, but there was a real thing, and I just remember it was obsessive. It was so obsessive. Mm -hmm. I can't no. Like I'm putting on the top. I'm putting on the bottom. I'm putting on the bottom. You're more relaxed now. Relaxed, and it's just like you know, fashion. Freebies. Oh my God, that's what I'm. Um, I had. I was dating this guy that worked at a retail like Lolo, and he was like, for the gays mostly, the, the upper crust gays. And I got tons <laughs> of free stuff. He's like, we got samples. And I'm like, anything at my size? Exactly. Bring, no, he was loved it. Slide me your size. Yeah. Press in the morning. Always looking for free stuff. That's like the one thing that having that part of my life on autopilot. Yeah, you don't have really to go shopping. Nice. Forever. I can just like um, that'll be hard to leave. But overall, the like I love that I Obviously. I know. I was gonna say that's what I envisioned when you said you moved to New York. I was like, <laughs> "Devil wears Prada." Did you have a bitchy boss? That's like, what's what I up? imagined too. Yeah, I did. He was hysterical, but very okay. bitchy. Um, okay, it <laughs> I bet. Really? Oh yeah, he was insane. It was funny because I uh, joined and I was entry level, and I was um, and I had a manager above me who was a straight male. 
Kai, but we both got equally flustered by our hot gay moments. Was <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we would both just go beat red as like red around the corner. Was oh my god, it was pure by like by intimidation. Like wow. it, was, it was just gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous intimidation. Uh you were like, I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything. So when did you start getting into comedy? Early October. I couldn't touch the stove. What? Well into quarantine. I mean, okay, so I guess if you want to count starting comedy, I did theater and improv in high school. That was the background. God, you're so good already. I'm so (laughs) I'm so bitter. Oh, stop. So I had Drea on my first podcast episode oh. with Pam mm-hmm. as well, and we were talking about how we got started in comedy. And like, girl, oh. I went to comedy college. I like paid for what? classes Where? as an adult in San Francisco <laughs> oh at like the, the Purple Onion. They have like a comedy school there, and I was there. Okay, I started like going to their events and stuff before I signed up for classes, and I got to see Ali Wong fucking <gasps> perform. Stop. I mean, and I I think that she had just. She had just graduated. She was just getting started. This was years ago, obviously. <laughs> um, and I was just like, I like, com- I listened to comedy, but I didn't think I could ever do it. Yeah. I was like, I'm it took me, girl, 10 years <laughs> before I stood up in front of a microphone. I mean, maybe three years ago. Um, but that's amazing. You're doing so well. So great. She, I like. I feel sad actually. I mean, I think we had talked about this before on Feminist Monday, but it's hard for me now that I'm trying to like come up with my own stories and like find my own, mm-hmm. you know, voice, whatever. It's hard for me to like feel like I have to like prove you wrong and mm-hmm. prove this like faux woman own like that opinion that I have to like do uh-huh. it because in the back of my head, like an Ali Wong joke would like pop in daily <laughs> life. Yeah. Like it just. Good. So good. Oh yeah. my gosh. Do you remember her stand-up? Yeah, very well. I mean, because she was really good even back then. Yeah. She was so funny. Because it was like a it was like a when you finish the class or whatever, then you do a little performance, right? And then they I don't know if they I mean that's why I'm not sure if she was in the class and she was just like the best in the class. She was the closer, she was the funniest. And she had this hilarious joke where she was like and it was it was billed as like an Asian comedy night. So I went okay. with this friend of mine that's Korean. Like had a s- she's a bi girl and I'm a <laughs> gay guy. And I'm like, girl, they're Asian comedy. And she was in the comedy school, so we went. And then um, they had all these like mediocre, you know, like they did okay. And then she gets up there and she's just like, she says hello in all these different Asian languages, like Chinese, <laughs> Japanese, Korean. I think she's half, uh, I forget, she has a joke about it. She's half yeah. fancy Asian and half jungle Asian, right? <laughs> so funny. I but so even back then, she was saying, like, she said hello in all the languages. And, she, and then she's like, um, okay, white people, repeat, all the white guys out there, repeat after me. And she had people, like, repeat the hello, how you say hello and all these different languages. Okay, white guys, repeat after me. It's not a fetish. <laughs> and I was just, like, rude. Rude. That is Yeah, it's Orion from Friends. Just breaks. He has this joke, and it's like, I don't want to say punchline, because he's a competitive dude. 
yeah. it's like a filler, and yes. it's so down. Yes. Every element of something so simple as saying hi in a foreign language. Mm-hmm. Plenty of things. That's already gonna take up time. But right. Oh, I and it's memorable that's the thing like i mean mm-hmm. i feel like i write lots of jokes that are just kind of like long rambling stories that's yeah. why i want to do a podcast by the way or like a radio <laughs> show because it's just like i'm just more of a conversation person yeah that's how i feel too like even like started writing jokes it was all long form like everything yeah. like i was all about i'm still like a very I struggle so hard to be precise because yes. like one right done and it's so tough like that's like my biggest yes. battle right it's now. hard for me now too because you know that's not my natural style plus <laughs> i'm from west virginia and i draw and and gay and you'd think a <laughs> southern person can draw out their words wait till you throw the gay in there <laughs> so it's here, you'll be here for 30 minutes right <laughs> so it's hard for me to make make it punchy i'm just more of a lot i'm more of just a talker I'll, I'll ramble around all day, and I hope people are entertained. Whatever. That's, you know, it's hard, especially when you're performing outside, and there's buses going by, and motorcycles, oh, and people yelling out their cars. Like, come on. That bus was so cool to me. Uh, that was targeted. I mean, it's one, you know, I do have gay DD. It is real. <laughs> and that's happening, and I'm trying to focus on not losing my train of thought. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the audience. Remember, Remembering my jokes is so hard, too. That's why I love this. Girl, I have notes written down on you. Oh my god! I have so questions. Re- like I can like refer you. to this when I get stuck. <laughs> know what I saw you do? Can I like out you? Do it. I saw you hold your yeah! list in your hat, and it was so. When I realized what you were doing, it was so. I like. Oh my god! I was so <laughs> impressed. First off, that's a genius. He had his list like in the middle of his hat that he was holding, and it looked <laughs> yes. like such a like dramatic spot. Thank like, you. I when I saw it, it was like seeing an image. He's a master of his element. This is so good. I was so nervous. I've, I'm so horrible to f- just forget what the yeah. fuck I want to talk about. And like sometimes when the, it's on and I'm feeling good and the vibe is right, I'm like, okay, I don't need no notes. Yeah, I've seen you go no notes before. You're great. But if it, especially if I'm nervous, mm-hmm. you know, if it's just here at Muni Radio where I feel comfortable, like I'll do whatever. I but know. Imagine walking into a comedy club with oh like a no. hundred people that paid twenty bucks to see you, <laughs> and you're like, "Hi, everybody!" And I a hope wall I'm of funny. other comedians right. trying to get on the show too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating already. I know it'll be interesting to see what happens. And you know what? Once the comedy clubs open up, so do the bars, so do the other plate, the coffee shops. There's gonna be plenty of mic time for wherever you can fit in. You know, squeeze yourself in. You're <laughs> hilarious. You're not gonna have any trouble. Yes. Which is like a big thing for me to ask them for a while. And yeah. it's just like, like please, please. do. Oh, I'm so excited when I do that. I mean, I'm terrified to see it back, right? Like, I'm you probably know. on stage. What? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited. 
Well, so no. Okay, so the genius person of the night was what's his name, the tall guy with the curly hair that took Luke the mic. Moore. Luke Moore took the mic out of the stand, yes. looped up the cord, and starts walking around. And I was like, God damn it! Why didn't I think about doing that? I mean, I wanted to, but then I was just like, I'm too nervous. I'm gonna drop my script. I like forgot. that never even crossed my mind. I was blown no. away when he did that. I was like, That, that was is brilliant. So bold, so good too. Yeah, I felt so bad for the people all the way at the end. Yeah. I wanted to reach them. I was just too nervous. I'm like, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Okay, so my superpower with memory is song lyrics. I yes. can remember every song lyric, and I wish I had. I wish I could transfer that to jokes because I have. I, so, I have girl. I have tons of material. I'm not mm. saying it's all good, <laughs> but so editing and choosing is my problem. I know some people who mm. tell the same jokes over and over mm. and over and over and over again. And it's like they just don't want to write new material. Or they don't want to try new material. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But that's another reason I wanted to do this show is like, let's workshop a joke. Do you have any like new material? And you're a scribbler Ooh. too. I saw you scribbling down in your notebook. You, like Jack yeah. Ferguson. I see some people that have – I see you writing right up to the last minute. I was like, you know, for me, I'm just trying to remember the jokes I already wrote. That's why I'm like copying my notes over again for the third time. Me. I'm, I'm definitely a scribbler and it's it's just fun because I'm a journaler I journal a lot and I, mm -hmm. I like you know I want to remember my life and whatever it is then yeah. I, I started realizing like I'm writing down jokes mm -hmm. I'm writing down pieces of my life and like yeah. people I used to know have and like all these situations I was in and so it's like a weird chronicle of my life my experience and I'm so it's usually how I end up telling the story yeah but now I'm gonna do it and so when someone brings up a joke or someone makes a joke about like who knows what a car passes by, but it's just like I'm, you know, suddenly I get this flash of something that happened mm. in my life, and I'm like I have to remember this. Yeah. My dumbass brain is gonna forget it the moment right. later, so I gotta put it down, even if it's not even funny yet. Like I need to put that down because there's something there there's something that there. could work. Yep. Um, I was on Hulu have my GameStop joke, right? So right, like, that's so good. Oh, thank you. I'm like, I'm curious, like, the it's going to expire soon. So right. we'll see how it evolves. But I was, uh, I have Hulu through my GameStop. Okay. And relationship ended. Hulu account is still valid, so we'll see what that person does. Right. Um, but it was really funny because I noticed he didn't have ads on his account before. Okay, and so now stop he paying does. for it. All right. Yeah, exactly. So now he has ads on his account, and I was like, "What happened, baby? I thought you got that GameStop money." Ah, uh, you're like loser. I know, didn't it work out? I'm like, glad I left when I did. <laughs> There's a joke there. There's a joke there. <laughs> oh, I thought of one on the drive over here. Yeah. Yes, so. for you. Okay, so you're talking for, for you, girl. <laughs> I was like, okay, I was going over your jokes from last night, and oh I was my like. God. You're talking about how you, like your hair is kind of this medium length. Like before, you yes. had it short, and you you know people were thinking maybe you're a lesbian or something like that. Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of a Karen length, right? Hi, very Karen, yeah. distinguishably Karen. So you went from Pat to Karen. <laughs> um, are you growing it out to Becky length? Like what's next? I love it. I, love it. I was a real <laughs> Becky in the summer. I had like platinum blonde <laughs> hair. My roots were down to my ears. It was okay. terrible. Like it was a real core cool But like. <laughs> Yeah. Like I was just like, okay, girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take them. I take your man, your fiance, your husband. <laughs> you ain't Alice, this ain't Wonderland. And when I say I will, you know I can. So don't mess with me, cause I take your man. Ready for me to use that as a uh, You shouldn't. You really <laughs> shouldn't know that song. That is Salt and Pepper. Do you know Salt and Pepper? Of course. 
personal salt okay. and pepper. Oh that was God. from their debut album, <laughs> which came out when I was in like middle school or something, and I was like, yeah. Who was your favorite? Who's your favorite? Like elementary school, if you have one, high school, college. Madonna, like Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> when you're talking about blonde hair with some roots, I mean, who was the originator of that? <laughs> That's true. That Come on. See. Is that what you see? Is that the affinity? You like know. She was just everything. She was so everything <laughs> if you were a little gay boy li- growing up in West Virginia. She was everything. I had, and you know, my parents were like, ooh, maybe he's not gay. <laughs> he's putting up pictures this of this woman, but, and she did so much for the gays, so much. You know, when I grew up, there were not gay people on TV. There were not. It w- there was no internet girl, nothing. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what's wrong with me. Why do I look at boys' butts? And Madonna's dancers snapped it up. And she talked about gay people. You know, her mentor was her ballet teacher when she was, you know, she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Of course, her ballet instructor was a big old homo. And then he <laughs> died of AIDS. So that became her cause. Oh my she God, did so nice. much for the gay community. And these little baby gays that are coming out now, they li- they're like, Madonna sucks. Like, you like Lady Gaga or whatever. I'm like, you don't even understand the history of it. Is like, it I, get a- I get angry. <laughs> Is it possible to excommunicate them? Like, just... They're not allowed in the community. Take their gay card point. out. Exactly. I mean, they like no. lose a color in the rainbow. Uh, Madonna we're deleting your your rainbow. <laughs> Look at the violet green. <laughs> yeah. I I try to struggle with not being a bitter old gay. I know it's slowly happening, but I whatever. I'm bitter against gay people too. I like gay people in different ways, and I'm like closer to them than I'm farther away. Yeah. But they still like I definitely have bitterness. Like, I'll need to work it out. It's definitely on my end. <laughs> but it's like, I, about it, I don't know. So, okay, d- so you consider yourself a millennial. Or yes. Can you identify as that, or is it just whatever your birth date is, you have to accept your generation? That is, that's actually a good point. I think maybe you can identify as that. So I'm 93, right? Okay. And I'm right on the cusp. Like, 95. But, so here's Extra I credit. I have older siblings that I used to copy. Uh-huh. So their interests, 1991, 90, I just took theirs. So okay. I was like, that's deep millennial. So okay. I'm, I associate you asso- there. Yeah, I identify there. because you're either younger and you had older folks. Exactly. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to think about it. Fighting for survival. It's like, right. whatever you guys are doing, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Stick with, <laughs> stick with the team. <laughs> very small. Very small. Right. <laughs> Take me with I'm you. a youngest too. Yeah? So wait, how many is in your family? Mm-hmm. Three of you? Three. Three. Okay. I'm the youngest. Oldest brother. Little sister. Baby sister. Got it. I'm a baby too. We got two boys, two girls. Oh. I'm significantly younger. Like, yeah. my sister is 10 years older than me. My brother's eight years older. My older brother's eight years older. So I was like a little whoopsie. <laughs> Time for dad to get a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you came with action steps. Yeah. They were like. We closed the door. We slammed the door shut after <laughs> you. Um, but so, yeah, so they were all like, you know, and then my parents were kind of older. Like, my parents were like, a lot of my friends, you know, they had hot young parents in their 20s. My parents were well into their 40s by the time I, like, knew what was going on, oh and, you know, or if not 50. And I was just like, why are my parents the same age as everybody else's grandparents? Like, oh what's going God. on? Especially being in West Virginia, you know, we start early there. Like, teen pregnancy is just the norm in some places still <laughs> and uh it was there yeah but uh ooh, what was I gonna say? 
baby. There's definitely like absolute dedication. Yeah. Because you got to watch him like around your family. They're tired. Exactly. My family would kill me. Like, a driver's whatever. license. I was gone. Like, it right. was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like, we did actually tell them we were going to the hospital. Yeah. And they were surprised. They're like, well, we're going to the What? I know. It was so funny. They were just like, life is always like this. Like, you don't know. Oh. You don't know my struggle. You don't know what I've gone. Because they were both in college. Like, yeah. High school. Yes, that was the worst. I hated that. It was bad. It was. I liked it when they, my parents, had somebody else to focus on. When it was just the three of us, I was like, I could. It was easy to create a diversion with other people around. Be like, well, look at what Ronnie's doing. I'm not as bad as him. And then you slip out the window. Yes, exactly. Go look at Ronnie. Right. But not when it's like. Struggle, but it's like it's that thing where. Uh, and so I'm I, like I'm so confident like about this and like I'm just like so amped up to be yeah, close to Kelly and like exactly. he's like the best Jew in town uh, and like you know yeah and what so is up with that I think that they we're the best looking great yeah. um and then also like you just get to learn from their mistakes you're like I'm not doing that I'm not dropping out of college to get married in 19 that was a <laughs> bit I mean my sister will tell you herself that was a mistake but I mean you know sorry Debbie if you're <laughs> I do send her the link to this thing. Okay, have you shared, have you sent your uh, family, like, no, no not yet? No. I have, like, I have my family, it's, like, weirdly close. Like, they're really close. Mm-hmm. They're really close. Butterfly when it came to Kel, like I was supposed to be like, let me just date someone who's like not like this. Like, it's <laughs> right. like we're really close and like that helped me so much. Yeah. And it was like I came in like you can be quiet and study and not also close with someone. You can do both. I'm always of the mentality of like I'm probably gonna date all these people because I'm gonna date them. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I did all <laughs> the social shit. I was drinking. I was they couldn't be with me. So I can't even imagine, like, thinking, like, I'm going to be with someone who tells me they're dating someone who's not like this. Like, you, don't you don't know. even know. I'm like, you didn't even, yeah, you don't even know. You didn't ask yeah. questions. You didn't check in on me in high school. So this is going to be weird. Right. Um, so they would, yeah, they would be really angered, yeah. They would go through all, all the stages. All yeah. of the stages. So we're going to wait. Okay. not really going to be able to offer that up to them. Yeah. Ladder. You should do a family set. You should just one time here when it's <laughs> on the the Muni Radio mic. It's gonna be nice sound quality, and then you're just gonna be like, "This is my family. This is the one. This is the Breakdown. one MP3 I'm gonna send them, <laughs> and just pick and choose your jokes." Oh, that would be so tough. That would actually be tough even to like edit. Like, which ones I would want them to hear? Yeah. Like, I would need to like okay i wrote down another one of your jokes Ooh. you mentioned you hate yoga classes but do, but do you like doing yoga aside from like if you're doing it at home like because i love yoga girl yoga changed my life don't really? get me i'm a hippie like i'm a <laughs> new agey type dude so i love some yoga and when you said that i was kind of like oh chelsea you don't like yoga. 
I mean, Chelsea, I, oh my God, Shelby, I'm sorry. No, I'm it's funny because it's like a standard like white girl name. Like, yeah, I, 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 mean, like, I almost had soccer teams that were like majority Chelsea. Majority yeah, Chelsea, majority oh Jessica. Like, well, then there's also that Jennifer's. comedian Chelsea lately. Hmm. Hammer. Chelsea Hammer. I love uh, her. Are you there, God? It's me. Are you there, Vodka? It's me. So. She has that right amount of edging that mm-hmm. like she'll she shocks you. She shocks you in a really good way, but while still kind of like out of like right. She talks about it. Mm-hmm. She talks about being white. I was trying to get into that last night. I'm not very successful <laughs> about being a white person these days <laughs> in my culture. I'm like, there's different flavors of white. You know, we're not <laughs> all the same. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard these days with, you know, it's. I so you know I mean I date Lil Henry yes. I'm so down with Lovely. Brown, and uh, being <laughs> being Will Brown I have to be down with Brown, but I and I want to be down with Brown, and at the same time I'm hella white you're hella white of course, um so it's like I just want to show my support but also I want to show people like not all white people are the same by all means everybody else is beautiful we're all unique and different but wanting to acknowledge it without being like and being from yeah. West Virginia it's like I know that there's racism cooked into my blood like you can't just not cop to it at some point mm-hmm. like well, i mean you know i try to get rid of it but it's like right right like i can be like you know verbally assaulting somebody on the fedex hotline <laughs> which i've done and i'm not proud it's of, happened but it's kind of like it, it. I think it's really valid to acknowledge it even though everyone is different and everyone is different. And acknowledging mm-hmm. that it's I don't wouldn't expect about that person. Right, like everyone is color race, gender, and like how you tell your story is having the mic, right? Like you get to right. tell your story. Love that, and that's kind of like what. I'm a white, white girl, yeah. I'm a blonde girl I'm from Orange County, right. but it's I am trying to take the time to understand like what is your mic, what is your tribal blood, and I like to use that as like dating or being a white girl, and that's yes. not where I want to put my mic. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like I think it's a great platform because it's not just about me. It's yeah. like it's okay to be like I'm not white, I'm black, I don't right. have that. Yes, but you know I'll get more time and I'm. And I look forward to that, but I think let's talk about the elephant in the room. Right. Here <laughs> I am. A, I'm a blonde, white girl, well-dressed in front of you today. <laughs> I bet you're wondering who I'm sleeping with. I will tell you. Well, let's talk about it. I know. You told this joke about dating during COVID. And so a lot of your jokes are very topical, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it makes you keep it fresh. You can't mm-hmm. keep telling the same jokes over and over again. The Star Weekly. Yes. It's like, <laughs> what's the new What's the new tea? What's the new taste? Um, so it's, it's good. I like topical jokes, but you're right. It's like they have a shelf life. Yeah. You know, you can only tell them for so long and then you got to come. Are, do you, are you constantly generating new material? It sounds like you're kind of like me, like I'm always writing new yeah. stuff, but then like trying it out on an audience, especially when you're like, these people paid to be sitting here. Like mm-hmm. I want to deliver, but at the same time, it's like. Exactly. Yeah. 
like I've burned through that, so I got a new one. Like, you know, let's organize this. Let's do it by subject. Okay. By sub that failed. So what I no. realized I needed to do was make a of stuff that is worth that a works. set. Stuff yeah. that works. Put that in a like little library archive for people to go through and like, okay, like constructive practice. Like if I ever get to read this book, just right. get the crowd just and not it. exactly go to that book. Yeah. Or whatever it is. And I don't wanna like make it formulaic because that probably takes away from the long and the crowd and stuff. That's where I'm at right now with like the book. I've tried a ton of stuff and I I'm actually really happy with like COVID, I've tried everything. Yeah. Always tried everything. Gone yeah. to <laughs> like I have always tried new things. Yeah. For like big Now I'm at this point that it's like, all right, I need to go back for what I thought I needed to archive what worked and what didn't. Yeah. So that's kind of where my head and effort is at, I think, with that book. Yeah. You like I definitely I had this huge writing and honestly in the last couple of weeks I've been like yeah like I've really been like awful at finding them but it's like for whatever reason when I hear people's outlook makes me feel like I need to like yeah it ebbs and flows sometimes you get yeah. feel creative and other days you're just like ugh yeah yeah I feel so much solid thought and like it's, it's weird and I used to think when I was hiking I hike a lot but it was funny because I would just like internal monologue yeah. in a computer like in a set off the way that I That was how I would talk to myself, like as I was. Yeah. And I. And you're I trying to tell yourself that. jokes, or are you trying to see something and be like, "How can I make that into a joke?" No. Or, or what is it? Like it's almost like an internal rehearsal of mm -hmm. this daydream that I would do for myself. Okay. Like, how would I explain myself and my life and my experiences to myself in a Okay. It was. Anyways, I started writing that down, but I haven't been able to do that in so long. Like I haven't. Mm. It's strange. I think the stress too of. I have uh -huh. is kind of cycling it out versus just like here's my whole life. Yeah. Let's turn it into a story. Like here's uh -huh. like here's my funny thing. Into a set. Like how do you? You know, sometimes I think of something that's really funny, but it's like where do I put it? Yeah. It was like last night I had some like I was generating a lot of new ideas yes like yesterday before like Pam texted me like you want to do Asiano I'm like yeah I'll be there. And I'm like, shit, I want to write some new stuff. And then I started writing a bunch of new stuff in like a 24-hour period. And then I was like, like oh I God. need, you know, they have like ad blockers or whatever. <laughs> I need thirst trap blocker on my Instagram. Because, I mean, some days I'm like, yeah, I'll scroll through it. Some days I'm like, I don't really have time to get thirst trapped. I'm on Instagram specifically to message people about comedy and promote Pam shows and Drea's shows. And I can't get distracted right now. So I need a thirst trap blocker app. Uh, <laughs> if anybody has developed one, we are in the Bay Area. You never know who's listening. Um, but you also, okay, just getting back to the topical stuff. Okay. You mentioned, you know, dating during COVID. Mm -hmm. Where do you, when, how long do you wear a mask on the first day? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, these are rules. Like, nobody is, I think comedians are really on the front lines of educating people. You're the one that even, <laughs> I get my news through comedy. I appreciate <laughs> you and like Matthew Quirk does lots of news Matthew jokes. Quirk. He's so good. I he is. So, I need to get him on here. I need to get a male on here. You know, I'm just a gay. Just I just relate straight. to women better. <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh, and and then also, okay, so bookmark that. And then also, what other Bay Area comedians have 
about anyway. So small right now. Yeah. There's so many Bay Area comedians. Like who? Like the DC. Like I look at that, I'm like, that will It was Jen um, Perez. Oh, Jen. You know her? Yes, I saw so her fun. at Jack London. <gasps> she did. Time. She did go mm-hmm. last week. Did, was she debating, debating it on the show? Yeah, she was like, oh, I haven't been out a lot lately, you know, and I'm like, go, you should go. And I didn't get, like, Pam was here, and Pam's like, bye, finish up your podcast. I'm seeing you, I'm seeing you later. I'm going to Oakland. And I was like, I want to go, but I'm just so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah, so if you're listening, there is an open mic here at Muni Radio at 6 p.m. We're talking, uh, let's just reannounce ourselves. This is uh, funny people, including Will Brown. I am Will Brown, and currently including me in her life is Mrs. Shelby Wilson. Thank you for being here, Shelby. Of course. Thank you for accepting my late ads. Honestly, if somebody told me they were an hour late, I'd be like, reschedule. No, I was worth, you're worth waiting for. Um, and plus it's a two hour show. So, and I mean, you know, like I just love playing music. I love I singing along with the song and choice parts. I, I almost, like, like mm. I want to like play with you. I love my music choices. I, <laughs> I, I could be a DJ. There yes. was a show back in the eight, I don't know, 70, late seventies, early eighties called WKRP in Cincinnati. It was so good. It was like about this small ass radio station in Cincinnati. And it was just like the characters were so funny. You know, there were the DJs. There was like the sales guy that had to like sell the ads. There was like the secretary was like hot, Lonnie Anderson. Like, it was so good. And like, I've always thought being on a radio, because you don't have to worry about the way you look. You don't no. have to worry about all the shit that people on TV in the world worry about. You can just be a voice. No, this is so fun. And you know what? When one of the first I came to but there was broadcast it radio. And I yeah. remember thinking, I was like, God. Uh, and it was so intimidating at first. Yeah. And now it is so comforting. It's so cool too, because you have no idea how many people listen to it. No idea. Which is uh, like awesome. Some truck Truly driver awesome is driving down Mission Street right now. Like, who are these people? Why should I care about this? But she What's sounds that chewing, fun. crunchy sound I hear in the background? Right. It's Doritos and Thank Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. You never know who you're influencing. But like now with this time, it's so cool. Okay, and so you just started comedy during COVID. So, girl, (laughs) I was doing um, comedy shows and stuff. Like, so, I mean, I'm a big gay. So, it's like I was going for the gay audience, which I, okay, so my next step is to, I really want to start organizing like a weekly or at least a monthly something comedy night. They used to have them in the Castro at Harvey's. Not enough. For a minute, just a quick minute. So, you know, about, do you know Harvey Milk? Okay. 
So there's this place called Harvey's. Corner in the Castro. And they used to have, like, it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I forget, you know, it was like midweek. Um, just a way to, like, get people into the bar. I mean, it's a bar oh, restaurant. And it was so fun. But you know what? And I, and so I that was before I would ev was ever in front of a mic, but I loved comedy, and I would just go mm -hmm. as a patron, right? And I would just, like, get my drinks. We would, I would bring friends. I'd be like, oh, my God, they're doing comedy. It's so fun. So I was going to stuff like that a lot. And then that's when I was kind of like, you know what? They have this whole mic. Like, the host was a big old faggot. But after him, <laughs> it was <laughs> – and he was really funny. He was, like, the funniest – but then it, it just ended up being straight people yeah. on the mic, and I was just like, what? And I then, um, I mean, that's kind of exotic if you're in the Castro. I know, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't care about these people. I came to the Castro <laughs> to be gay. I want to listen to gay people, and that's when I was like, gosh darn it, I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian. I'm gonna oh, learn. Yeah. I'm going to comedy college. I'm gonna learn this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> And so, you know, I was just like, that's that what mo that's what motivated me was just like, I want to be represented up on the stage in the Castro. Oh, yeah. We're at fucking Castro on 18th. Oh, I, I love that. I want to hear more about about comedy college. Yeah, you're right. Like, I haven't even thought about college. it. You have to go into that. that Girl, is... we had workbooks. That's <laughs> what it was. And that's like, like actual published printed. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like it was hilarious. It was really, I mean, that's what I needed. I mean, yeah. I just came from school. I was a fucking nerd, you yeah. know? Like, I, I was like, I need, that's how I learn. I mean, give me a workbook. I'll, fi I'll, fill, I'll fill in the blanks. I love that, though, like the discipline around it. Like, I'm embarrassed, frankly, when people ask me, like, what are comedians that you like to follow and, like, you uh -huh. know, whatever it is, because, you know, I feel like there definitely is a for the underground comedy scene, you know, these up and coming comics that don't really yeah. know the and I yeah. get embarrassed left and right because I'm like, yeah. like I don't know what I love. You don't like, need to. I love the element. Like I said, like making people laugh. Yeah. I love making people laugh. Like that is something that yeah. that's just who I am. Day to day. Day to day. And that side of it too. I mean, that's something that like I want to do. I don't want to be like good to know. No, but like like Pam and Drea both said the same thing that you're saying that you don't they don't listen to co other comedians because they don't want to accidentally steal somebody's joke or yeah. you know be influenced they want to be their own voice which I totally get it mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have that problem because I do have that photographic memory for things that I listen to what's up Sam Sam's giving us fish lips like pressed up against the window Sam do you want to refill my wine by oh, okay put him time? to work oh That's now good. he's exactly. giving showing us how wide he can open. Oh my That's God. for you. That's not for me. Sam, refill those. He's got a big ass backpack on too. Oh, Chelsea. Okay. It's well, okay. I got a grab bag over here of drinks and snacks. Do you? For you, Chelsea. I mean, God, I keep saying Chelsea. God damn it, Shelby. He's gonna take the Cool Ranch Doritos though. Yeah, be better. All right. Here's my Whole Foods bag oh. of goodies. Grab, grab, fish around in there and I get you a beverage. Ah, that's a shook beer now. It hit the ground. I'll take that one. Actually, it's a La Croix, so you probably oh, don't want so that. Nobody. You got a shook La Croix now. I'm still working on my second beer. <laughs> it's mayhem here in the studio. 
Sam, what are you doing? Why do you have your backpack on? What's going on? Yeah. Why don't you hop on the mic for a sec? Say hello to the people. <laughs> Funny man. Just, all right, that was and that was and the screeching sounds you heard. <laughs> we got a pterodactyl in the studio. Oh, do we have a mic? Guests. You might. I don't know if you have to share. The mic one is out, so we're down to just like two and four here. The only mics working. So hop on Chelsea's mic. I mean, no, God no, damn it, Shelby's mic. No, no. That one doesn't work either. Only two mics. Only two mics. Come on, you're a guest. Share, share, share in the like. Share As the, the like. youngest child, it doesn't work. You're not listening, Sam. You're not listening. Saying <laughs> it doesn't work. It's not testing, working. Testing, testing. Oh, now he's working. <laughs> You're magic. Sam is magic. I love how younger sibling mentality is like, we'll make this work. You have to. I'm, an, I'm the oldest chaos. sibling. Yeah. You're the yeah. oldest? You guys can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, you really give out that energy. When yeah. you stole all my Doritos, asshole. Uh -huh. Big older sibling energy. And, okay, tell us what it's like to be the oldest. It fucking rocks. Oh, yeah? Why? I used to beat the shit out of my siblings. I bet and you they did. And fight me back for the most part. Owe them money Bully. at this point. All of them, of yep. course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. I owe them Bitcoin too. <laughs> that's Which getting sucks more and more because expensive. I keep, yeah, well, I keep owing them more and more money. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a hole you need to get out of ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> I would help you, but as a youngest child, I stand with them. What is a right. ASAP? As soon as pronto. Soon as pronto. Pronto. Shelby, so I heard, I heard you believe. Or excuse me, Chelsea, I heard you believe in. Stop. <laughs> I heard you believe in science. I do. I am a woman of. Can I just ask the room one one thing? Is there anyone who believes that who doesn't believe that science exists? In the Bay is there area? anyone who's like <laughs> I don't think that science is even a thing? I have an answer to that question. I think science. You know, th they come up with theories that they keep revising, and they act like they come up with these studies and they act like it's fact and proven. They are frequently wrong, mm -hmm. and they keep having to revive. And I'm like, you know, some things, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we can prove some things. Other things, I'm not so sure. Well, I but feel like, like they no, used to say go. that like brain cells never regenerate, and like DNA is like it's locked in at birth. That's something and your dad tells you. All, all these so things. Stop smoking pot. Right. <laughs> it's like you're gonna affect your DNA. <laughs> yeah. So I believe in science to a point, but it's got its limits. But it's there. It's not not there. It's like even if they're wrong, it's yeah. still that wrong science, but it's still science. People are like, no, science is not real. It's not. It's yeah, never no. existed. I am from West Virginia, but I do believe in a lot most of science. That's like way too much. My thing is like proof. Portion of the proof. Like we wouldn't believe it if it wasn't like men are twenty years, years old has been proved over that amount of time. So it's not just yeah. like science is like not a thing. It's like proof. Almost yes. right. And it's a, it's a proof. way to explain something. Like I love the word something. proof with science. It's true. You can prove it. But everything they're doing is like science you need to look into. But we only like yeah. truly believe in things that are established like from a long time ago that they've concrete. I, lo yeah. I love proofs. Geometry. Nice. Or like getting fucked up. Proofs? <laughs> what? Explain to me proofs in yeah. the social setting. 100 proof. Oh, like vodka is oh whatever God, proof. Oh, my God. We are babies. We don't yeah. know anything. We're street dumb. I got some Quick. rum the other day that is 69% uh, alcohol. You got some rum? Some 69% alcohol rum Okay. <laughs> that I want to share with you guys. Okay. On, wow. on, a, on a special occasion. Not this. This is incredible. 
That's true. Oh, you just okay. dropped in. It was it was feeling special. Now it's, it, now it's not special. <laughs> <laughs> it's now especially it's a party. special. Now it is a party. It's actually I have to say it's a very fun podcast to listen to. Yes. Three. You need three people, I think. I have. I am fine with that. The way that you were doing it, though, when you had questions about Shelby, though, like that—that's good form for two people. When you're diving right. into someone's like character and person, yeah. But if you're just shooting the shit, I really think you need three people. Sam, oh yeah. Media critique and personality. Oh, okay. I. You know, I love <laughs> fucking feedback. That's what I. I love joke workshop on Mondays because yes. I want people to respond. I don't want it to be a one-way yeah. conversation. Like I want to tell my jokes and then have people. Prove that they've paid attention to my jokes. Well, that's that's a good thing too. <laughs> I know that's the worst thing. You leave a set and you like you're wondering what people are thinking of you or like yeah. what hits. Where you just like you know I'm kind of like half tipsy and everyone's gonna show up anyways. I'm like was that just drunk right. Shelby feeling overconfident or was that real? <laughs> it's like tell me if it worked or not. Did please. it work? Yeah, I had one fan come up to me last night. I don't know if you all saw the woman in the like leopard coat. <gasps> She was great. Oh, yes, was I fast. loved her. Sissy, sissy, if you're listening, call me. Follow me on Instagram. She was fun to talk to, though, and she remembered my jokes. She quoted <gasps> my jokes back to me. I was like, okay, I thought I bombed and I sucked, but at least I have one fan out of this. That's great. I have found that the leopard apparel in San Francisco is like a universal sign of coolness. I think like, so. If you have leopard print. Yeah. Not fucking cheetah or lion. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Uh-huh. Leopard specifically Leopard's is good. the cool apparel. Those people go to, you know, the hot clubs. They they do the mollies. They're hot. You know, have sex with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Big sexy parties with each other. What it's about ocelot? I like an Ocel- ocelot too. Like personally, yeah, I don't that's know. Pretty rogue. You I can't afford it. to hang with the ocelot crowd. No. Like they're not just casually on the street. That's high rank. A or, l- or a lynx. Lynx. A lynx. With those like beards things that they have that look like chin, you know how like some animals' wig. pubes go longer than their dicks and they like kind of like pyramid Ooh. down. I don't want. Do you that know what animal. I'm talking about? I don't want that animal. <laughs> what I don't know what animal like are you talking about? Penis. Like a buffalo? Yeah, like a buffalo. Like the hair is kind of like I think it's the pee that makes it like kind of stream into Pam a had a joke line. about this last Pam week. Pam has a joke about this. She said pubic joke about this? pubic hair yeah. is to direct the pee into the toilet. That's its purpose. And I said, it, I think it's more for scent reasons. What? Scent. It holds on to the scents. Go the, deeper the smell. on that. It's what? S4. What? What oh. are we doing? Heck, yes. This is going to go from a party of three to a party got of you, oh. Got you, Pam. Oh, my God. Pam is here. <laughs> Did you, you got the level up high enough? Wait, this is awesome because we have two uh, and now we have four. This four, is the whole gang. Two boys, two girls. It's just like my Four family. is too much. Four <laughs> is entirely too much. I'm, I'm so glad that Sam is mansplaining the, the logistics of radio. It's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll just I'll cut, Shelby, I'll cut Shelby off and no, then we'll be good. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Just cut out the other woman. Uh, don't worry. It's the, I, the, the joke is about like what is the purpose of pubic hair. And it's to focus the pee into the toilet because when you shave it all off, it just blah, 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 it goes everywhere. Ladders. So it literally like focuses the pee. I think there's a song there. Focus your pee. Are you saying that pubic hair evolved to point pee into toilets? I'm saying. 
<laughs> I'm saying for my specific purposes. <laughs> I so that you, so that you're not running around in the forest <laughs> as a wild woman with pee all over your legs. Exactly. Right, it just goes willy nilly like everywhere. Those women with pubic hair, their legs are not covered right in urine, and I want to have sex with them, and then they reproduced <laughs> more. It does evolution it happened. Did anyone else think it was weird that James had a water fountain on his toilet last night? <laughs> was this the after party I, that I missed? There's yes, a bidet. It was. Oh okay. God, I went to that. That's <laughs> a bidet. Yeah. I forgot where I parked my car. I was like, that's not good, girl. I'm a lightweight. Uber. Yeah, it's Uber always to your best. Car next I, to I, um, <laughs> right. I got a DUI in 2007. That's the reason why I don't get one. It's so expensive. It's now it's I thought you were already good. on your way to San Francisco, and you got it on the way. On no, the drive here, no? I did not. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, mm. I moved here because of Burning Man, but that was all after. <laughs> but that was all after the DUI. She moved the here for the drugs after she was not allowed to drive because of the drugs. Well, no, it wasn't the drugs. It's just the alcohol. The it's alcohol. the legal drug that's the drug. problem. But yeah, it's don't drink legal. and drive. It's terrible. It's so much cheaper than getting a ticket. You can get a ticket on your car. Seriously, it doesn't girl. matter. So much cheaper. Then get a ticket. The get life. An Uber. Oh my God! You have to go to all these classes. I gave those course. classes, girl. That was you my job. I was a DUI what? therapist oh counselor for two years. Oh that was my God. job. Were those people just like the funnest people so ever? So fun. No, it's just like hanging <laughs> out with your. And I'm like, I just didn't know. I just never got caught, you guys. I'm just like you. And they're like, we like you. And Are I'm like, yeah. Are they all dressed in leopard, too? Like, that's um, how you know. Some like, were. Some I were. Like, I, I feel like you can't get, like, legally, you can't get credit if you wear leopard, too. You're like, leopard. Like, you, you're missing the point here. Like, I had a bouncer. It was like a club. I was like, you're bounced if you're wearing leopard. Get out. If you sm- <laughs> if I smell alcohol on your breath or if you're wearing leopard, you can't come to the meeting. <laughs> People show up with alcohol, like, yeah, I had to pee test people. That was one of the weirdest moments of my life, actually having to pee test. Like you have to watch them pee into a cup. And I'm th- thank God I was a man. I was a woman. I was like, am I? I'm really. And I had to call my like supervisor. I'm like, I'm really supposed to be in the room with him while he pees in the cup. I'm so glad you brought what it back to pee. So right, full circle. I'm peeing. Were you like right here, or were you like right here? The I'm guy peeing? was like drunk. So and I think he was kind of a little bit like. Uh, I, yeah, like exhibitionistic about it. He had a nice dick, by the way. I mean, so he unprofessional. Did he kind of like he was up a little bit. I mean, he was kind of <laughs> like, do you like? It was the really, it was a weird experience. So I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this. I was like, yeah. can I just send him home? My supervisor was like, no, you have to pee test him. Like, there's like protocol you have to follow. Oh God, it was the weirdest job. I really hope he was no, I was making all? okay money. He was a volunteer, actually. <laughs> a volunteer. I volunteer pee test people. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. He a actually volunteer. got ten DUI. He got ten DUIs in a row, and that's when they just make you the instructor instead of <laughs> right. sending you to classes. They're like, like you know it inside yeah. and out. So just do <laughs> exactly. The class. That would be a good short story, actually. The guy who watches people pee and then sends that at the end of the class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just complaining about it the whole time. That would be the greatest. No, getting paid to watch people pee is better than volunteering sure. for it. I got paid for that shit. When my, my DUI instructor um, said, hey, what are your plans to never get another DUI? And I said, you know, like a good little student. <laughs> and I said, I'm never going to drive again. And he said, you're the <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, you're the only one I'll never see here again. Uh, Her plan plan works. Her plan makes absolute sense. Her plan actually works. She's never going to drive again. I was like, I'm never getting my license back. I will never get my car. I'm never getting my car. I love that never drive again. I give up. in San Francisco. It doesn't matter. Because it's not, like, it's not addressing the problem. It's like, oh, like, this is what's technically illegal and it's like i'm not giving that i'm up. not it's not I'm illegal just giving up the drive it's right. not illegal to drink i'm a fucking adult and i made a lot of choices in exactly. my life to be able to drink i don't have kids i'm a fucking responsible goddamn adult who likes to fucking party right i don't have any kids i have no responsibility i keep my fucking cats alive and everyone else can suck a dick right. i don't have to suck dick because i'm not so desperate bitches but yeah. like fucking people give me drugs still and i'm old so whatever i made choices <laughs> in my life so fuck everybody else you oh, made you responsible can drive a car? choices cool. Is I don't want to drive to Tahoe. You want to drive me? Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm not driving in the snow. Driving to Tahoe is the worst. It's the don't terrible. do it. Get on one of those buses that will take you or something. You can drink all you want. <laughs> I fucking like it. I like being in the snow, driving on like a snow, having to put the chain, like just being fucked up in a blizzard. I feel like you're pretty DUI safe in a blizzard. Like no one. That's what? true. You can't get you blamed for sliding off the road. Yeah. <laughs> You could be like you're like in Star Wars, like you know when you're driving like 90 <laughs> miles an hour and there's like a foot and a half of snow on the road and the, the snow is just coming at you like, like transcending time and like stars are like shooting in your eyeballs. Like yeah, yeah. Sp- I love that. Oh. I love it is. That. It is. It's fun for point, a minute. Point in case you shouldn't be doing DMT and driving a car at the same time. DMT. So <laughs> I know that's not a DUI. Maybe Come it's on, a little I more serious. Pam, but that's ridiculous. I do my DU- I do my DMT in rest stops. <laughs> <laughs> how long does dmt last anyway like i have i don't li- i don't know i've like never done it but like i refuse years. to listen to joe rogan long enough to find out the answer to like that <laughs> he's so bad you don't like joe rogan no. i mean i don't either I listen to clips and i'm like <laughs> okay he's kind of funny but he's also kind of a dick and Mostly i can't a dick. I, can't I can't do take it. it i know enough dicks in my personal life i don't need to support them. Yeah. like i'm fine yeah i'm good without him and I hate because you know what the best argument that people have for him is the Christian community. The I know. And I'm just like, that's not a reason, that's not that's not a good reason for me to argument. pay attention. Yeah. But it's the first reason I get every time. People are like, you're Joe Rogan? Like, is it? And I'm like, that's like, like People Magazine is the best magazine in the world because <laughs> more people read it than any other. It's like, most people are is stupid. Is it the true facts? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, um, Will Brown and including 